Hello, welcome along straight to my guest today. Um, when I worked at the BBC, I always used to believe in, when I've interviewed a sports person, to follow their stories, not just leave it at one interview. And I'm doing the same with these podcasts, following the journey to hopefully Tokyo. And today it's welcome back to four times national triathlete champion, seventh in Rio in 2016, George Pease Good. Hi, Mark, how are you? Yeah, very good. Now, you're on episode 22, so if anyone wants to go back and hear about your story, which was incredible and I got great reaction to, then uh, episode 22. But we're going to move things on today and hear about, well, you spent a, a week and a half now, is it, in the heat chamber trying to get ready for Tokyo. Just tell us a little, it sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, so we've spent, um, yeah, the last week and a half, got the rest of this week, uh, just kind of getting used to similar conditions to kind of what we would expect in Tokyo. It's it's nothing that's going to kind of really last until late August time, but it's just kind of a, bit, a little bit of a refresh of kind of what the conditions are like and seeing how our body reacts to sweating a lot. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been, some, some days have been better than others. Um, motivation has sometimes been very low morale has been very low at points but no it's like now i'm feeling a little bit better about it and um yeah it's just been getting hot and sweaty well the the end's inside that's why you're feeling better <laughs> so uh you won't know this but it must have been january last year when we were thinking of the games going ahead in 2020 i was taking a team of about 20 people to tokyo to cover the olympics and paralympics and I hit, we always have a, like a team building session and I hit upon the idea of, of having it at Loughborough and putting everyone in the heat chamber, which the guys at Loughborough were really supportive of and they put together a programme. And when I came to look around, <laughs> uh, your guys were actually in the heat chamber. So I know a little bit about what it looks like and what you look like when you come out. But just explain to us what the heat chamber is. Yeah, so it's it's an enclosed room, sim similar to when like people think about an altitude chamber. Um, same same thing. It's actually a new kind of refurb on on the altitude chamber, so it can now do altitude and heat properly. It's a big box, a, a room that's enclosed and sealed off. That's got big windows, and for us at the moment, it's getting to kind of that thirty five to forty degrees, seventy percent plus humidity, and it's just really hot and really sweaty and it's a room that's designed to take it and push athletes quite hard <laughs> but tell us what you're doing in there and how long you're doing it for so it, it's we've been doing kind of at least an hour so an, an hour a day just to kind of see how our body's reacting and see what our, what happens to our sweat rates um and obviously at the start it's quite it's usually a bit quite easy. In, well, in terms of your run speed or your bike power, it's quite a bit easier than what you would expect to do elsewhere or in your home turbo or treadmill. But your heart rate... So you're on a treadmill or on a bike? Yeah. yeah. But then um, obviously your heart rate's quite a bit higher. So it's, it's kind of seeing how the heart rate responds and kind of just getting your body used to kind of the, the sweat response that it needs to to get in the heat. Because obviously like the more you sweat, the, the better your body is at regulating temperature. The sooner you can sweat, the better it is. So it's about yeah, trying to get our bodies to sweat almost like straight away from getting in the heat chamber and getting kind of yeah that that thermal regulation going. Yeah, because I was actually speaking to the deputy chef division, Nick, who's based down at Loughborough, who was telling me all about it, and I probably oh, yeah. didn't really appreciate the the conditions that there would be in Tokyo. You know, you might just escape them with the Paralympics. I think the Olympians 
will almost certainly get them. But like you said, heat and high humidity, especially for your type of events, endurance events, I mean, that is a factor in your race preparation, isn't it? Oh, 100%. And like, it's been seen kind of countless times what heat and humidity can do. Like, every, quite a few people, if especially follow triathlon, would have seen Johnny in um, Cozumel, I think it was, when he literally ran out of energy. And the, the effect that it can have on the body is pretty huge. Uh, we also saw it in, in Doha for the Marathon World Champs a few years ago. And it's expected and it's just how people react to that you can't you can't go out expecting to do the exact same performance that you would do like here in england especially on a mild day <laughs> but yeah it's about understanding and learning kind of what the body's going to do and how you can perform in it uh you're looking all right on it yeah it's, it's definitely um improved in the last uh couple of days especially like if you had asked me this last thursday i probably wouldn't have been able to respond to you um it hit me quite hard um especially like keeping most like everything else the same so it has been a bit of a struggle for a week but yeah we're we're pushing through and we're hopefully we'll reap some reward yeah and you're going to have an opportunity to compete again soon which must be amazing yeah like absolutely buzzing for it um Really, really amazingly, Super League, who holds um, uh, triathlon races and have kind of shown like triathlon in a really interesting manner um, with sort of different var- variations of a triathlon, like three triathlons back to back, and it's brutal racing. Um, they held, they managed to hold a kind of like a virtual one um, last year where people swim in the pool, but then they jump out, go on a static bike, and use the world that is Zwift which a lot of triathletes and cyclists will know about, um, and then hop off and then run on a curved treadmill. So everyone's still able to be social distance and everything, but yeah, it allows people to kind of dip their toe into racing again. And really amazingly, they've uh, have said that they're going to hold a paratriathlon, um, of which I'm taking part. So yeah, absolutely buzzing for it. And where do you compete? So everyone does it in the same place. So we're going down to this one's in London. It's at the Aquatic Arena. Is it the Aquatic oh, so Arena? It's, not, it's um, not virtual, it's real. It is, it's in person, but we do it in an, in an avatar way. So we're not all moving. It's all kind of static. So we're using Zwift for a turbo to get the distance on a race course. And then we run a specific course for the run. But um, yeah, it's all in person and everyone's going to London for the race. Um, I've become a sports bubble um, at that point, but obviously we still have complete isolation and everything from each other. Um, But yeah, like it'll be wicked. So the run, is that on a treadmill as well then? Yeah, so it's on one of the curved ones, which you don't set a speed. You it's powered by your legs moving which seems really bizarre and it kind of it took me a while to get my head around it but the more you go towards the front of the treadmill it's kind of more in a, kind of in a u-shape so the more you go to the front it kind of gravity and your weight kind of pulls the treadmill underneath you and then it's kind of you just kind of stumble into a running motion <laughs> uh, which will be interesting that we've really thankfully we've got some in the um, gym which we're allowed to access here in Loughborough and uh, yeah I've been have, having a good little go doing some strides on them and they are they're different but if they're allowed to race it allowed to race and what about a swim then that's going to be in the pool so the swim's done in the pool yeah so we'll all have our own lanes and so like lane ropes being two meters apart that kind of all works out um, but yeah so it's a long course 50 meter pool 
I think we're going to do 300 meters and then the bikes about 10k and then the runs two to 3k or somewhere along them lines. Um, but we've got a briefing call tonight about kind of how the race go ahead and, and the timings and logistics of it all. So it's re- really exciting time. So the great thing is then it's it's competition. I mean, it might not be yeah. completely proper, but it's a step closer to it. Yeah, definitely. And like that's kind of what we haven't had for a, a long time. So it's really good that kind of the opportunity is being provided and it kind of gets them like pre-race nerves and feels coming back, which is um, exciting, <laughs> as you can probably tell in my voice. Yeah, yeah, you look as if you're buzzing for it. I mean, a nice, a nice bit of good news after two weeks in the heat chamber. So yeah, all the best for that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it'll be... Um wicked do you have to bubble stay overnight in a bubble or something like that yeah i think i think we'll head down the day before and kind of be quarantined to our rooms uh in effect and kind of get food delivery to our rooms which i'm sure well drive to survive's got to be out by then on netflix so i'll be able to watch all the f1 from last year which i already know which happened what happened again <laughs> you've got it all planned you've been planned <laughs> will you let me know how you get on yeah, definitely. I, I, hopefully, there'll be a live stream of sorts um, for people that want to kind of watch. It should be on Saturday, the twenty seventh of March. I think it's about half eleven. Um, but I'll, I'll be sharing all kind of the how to watch if it, if there's possibility on my socials. So yeah, have a watch if you can. Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to put your social details in the show notes then, and we'll follow you and look forward to seeing you doing well down there, George. Thanks a lot for chatting today. Great to see you looking so well. Thank you very much, Andy. And if you want to follow George, it's George underscore Peasgood on Twitter and he'll pop details there of the event that's finally happening next Saturday for the paratriathletes. That's it for today. Thank you very much for listening to episode 42 of Destination Tokyo and I will see you tomorrow. Bye bye.